How can you plan for the future when you can barely get through today? Here's solutions to major life challenges in this episode of Quiet Your Mind Chatter for my studio here on Maui in the heart of Hawaii. I'm glad you're here for this before and after interview with me, Lucky, author and spiritual teacher, and with my coaching client, Jay, as we ask for divine guidance and support. Spoiler alert, God shows up for us with just exactly what we ask for, guidance and support. Aloha from Maui, it's Lucky, author, coach, and spiritual teacher, sending you light and love. Today I am excited to introduce to you one of my coaching clients, Jay. Jay, say hello and tell us where you grew up and where you live now. Hello, thank you for having me, Lucky. I'm currently living in Southeast Alaska and I grew up uh, in Oregon, Southeast Portland to be specific. And thank you so much for being here. Today we are asking Jay's higher power for help for Jay. Jay and I, oh my goodness, I can't even tell you how much I love this guy. He's been my coaching client for a while and I have the honor and privilege of working with him on a regular basis. And when I asked him to be a client, my client on air today for my podcast in order to help other people, he didn't hesitate. So he's such a, such a great guy and big heart. And I always say the St. Francis prayer when I am in doubt. Well, probably not always say it, but very often when I'm in mental distress, I ask God to make me a channel of peace to make me a channel of thy peace and love and forgiveness and harmony and truth, faith, hope, light, and joy. And I hope that something that I suggest to Jay can help Jay. God can help Jay through me. And then you listening, you can identify with something that he's struggling with. And then you also receive help. That's my very favorite part of being alive as a human being is when I'm able to get out of my own way and do a little bit of work and help someone or really have God help someone through me. And I'm thankful, Jay, for the opportunity to be of service. So tell us what issue, what topic are we asking God to help us tackle today? Thank you for having me, Lucky. What I'm hoping to work on today as a little bit for myself, I've had some new medical challenges of my own that have gotten in the way of my employment. And uh, another responsibility I have is taking care for a family member that has early stages of dementia. And it's just really hard for me to look forward to six months or a year or five years to have a goal because those goals have changed and, you know, it's just difficult to look forward now. Thank you so much for sharing that. How often are you the caretaker? Is it every day? Is it a couple of times a week? Can you fill us in a little bit more about that? Oh, sure. I, I live with my father. And so some, some days are good days as we have them. And, uh, or I've heard this, I love this phrase that I've heard. Some days are rocks and some days are diamonds. 
we we have some diamond days every now and then and we get to laugh and remember good times and then other days um it's more of a challenge and um falls can also be part of the challenge and trips to the hospital so uh every day i'm there for him but he doesn't need as much help as he does on some days and also can you share a little bit more about your medical status in regards to employment so you're currently unable oh. to work because of medical issues and do you see your best guess those issues being resolved anytime soon or is it probably going to be a while for you're able to work again tell us a little bit more about that i've had a couple of heart attacks and uh, starting december 3rd of 2020 I just felt exhausted, extreme exhaustion, and my balance was bothering me. And I was seen by my doctor, and she did everything she could, and my tests looked good. I was um, just unable to do the duties I needed to at work. And I went from full-time to part-time, and then I'm just exhausted some days. I wake up, I have good good intentions of getting things done. I just feel like all of my energy is is tapped. I'm I'm seeing uh, professionals in the mental health field and I've been depressed before in the past, but this piece that I'm experiencing now, actually I mean I'm depressed cuz I'm not working and the bills are stacking up, but it it's something different for me and I, I'm really hoping to uh, work towards finding a solution for that. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. Part of my new book, Quiet Your Mind Shatter, there's a quote that says that slow is sustainable. Minimal adjustments over a long period of time allows peace to take up residence. And that's what came to mind when you shared with me. So Jay and I talked yesterday in preparation for our session today. All the issues that you've been working with, you've you've got some some major life things. You you're you're disabled and not just not able to work, but just day-to-day -day functioning is is really challenging and Jay, just bless your heart because you're always just got such a good attitude and no matter what is going on, you, you just make the most of it. So that's, that's awesome that you, that you have that amazing attitude and I appreciate that. And I appreciate your willingness to always just keep plugging away and moving forward. So I want to give you kudos for that right off the bat. Thank you so much. I, I can feel the kudos. That's awesome. <laughs> so I suggest that like I wrote in my book that you focus on slow growth, slow maintenance, because minor adjustments over a long period of time really does allow peace to take up residence. So I suggest that you prioritize, you just focus on doing the next indicated thing. I know that it's wonderful sometimes when we're able to really plan for the future, put some things down on paper, our goals, and then doable steps to achieve those goals. That doesn't seem to be possible for you right now with the financial instability because you're you're not able to work right now. So it's hard to plan for, you know, work every day and save and plan for a trip a year from now, or I'm going to put, you know, work every day or work five days a week and put X amount of dollars in the bank. So then when I'm, you know, a certain age, I can retire. And that's, 
not possible right now. We don't know when that's going to be possible that, you know, you, you can get back to work, your medical issues can dissipate so that you're able to work and, and do those kinds of things, but that's not happening right now. So what you can do is prioritize. So when um, I've talked with you in the past, you were able to share some tools, some wellness tools that you use to keep balance in your life and to keep your healthy attitude and keep your your spirit healthy and your body healthy as much as possible. So can you share with us some some things that you do to help help yourself stay as healthy as possible within your parameters? Oh, sure. Absolutely. And it's interesting that you bring that up because sometimes I can get so spun up about going slow, even though that's what my body's doing. My mind is still trying to process and accomplish things as if my body were still as capable as it was before the onset of the symptoms. I've definitely taken on to uh, drinking more water. Being hydrated is such a game changer. And then another thing my doctor did was she checked my um, vitamin levels. And I come to find out that my vitamin D was really low because up here in Alaska, we can have some pretty dark days. So um, I've also got a sad light, which is a seasonal affect disorder. And that sad light really cheers me up. It's kind of like pulling a sweater out of the dryer and getting a warm hug. Um, (laughs) When my mind is spinning like out of control and I've got 800 different things that I want to do all at once, I sometimes have a rubber band that I wear on my wrist and I just give it a snap. And if I have my essential oils, I find that lemon is really a good one to help me ground And then I'll just breathe like in three, two, one, exhale, three, two, one. And if there's a mirror, I look at it and I say I can three times. And I really mean it when I say it. So those are some of the tools that I use. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you are using the tools that are available to you. Because a lot of times we think that we need to do something extraordinary to fix our lives. We need to go on some expensive retreat and that that's the only thing that's going to fix us and you're using things that are available to you right now that are very affordable drinking more water using your light to to sit there and get your vitamin d and snapping the rubber band around your wrist and using your essential oil so when you are maybe fretting over what's the future going to be like what's my plan for the future ask god for help that's a good thing. Say, God, what do I need to do to plan for my future? Send me thoughts, send me ideas. And in the meantime, God, thank you for helping me be as well as possible. Thank you for helping me to be well in the present. If I can add another tool to your wellness toolbox, it is to write by rote. So that's different from journaling. So journaling, you would you would write thoughts or maybe there would be a journaling prompt that would keep you on task versus stream of conscious. You just write whatever comes into your mind. Journaling is is really good too. But I I think um, for you, I'd like to suggest write by rote. So you just pick something that you want to repeat, something that you want to learn and really get into your subconscious mind and conscious mind and affirmation. And then you pick a really easy goal 
of how many times you want to write that and how long you want to write that. So maybe yours would be, I am safe in the here and now. God is going to help me plan my future or God is keeping me safe here in the present and in the future, something like that. And there's this passage from my book I'm excited to share with you. I wrote, if you choose easy goals, which makes writing by rote enjoyable or at least tolerable, then you greatly increase your chances of establishing a daily practice. Forcing yourself into a lengthy commitment might sour you on the practice altogether. Doing it daily is the best way to pound the affirmation into your skull because it's not pounding at all easy on you writing is gentle and patient just like love so let's work right now on coming up with an affirmation that you can write by rote so the next three days i'll ask you to or i'll suggest that you write this affirmation maybe just three times so at some point in the day i like doing things like this in the morning and then it gets into my head and then i can remember that throughout the day but whatever works for you so you're going to write it three times. Just sit down and write it three times in a row with a paper and pencil or a paper and a pen, not on your electronics. Do that once a day for three days. So what affirmation comes to mind or what's something that we can craft that would be of benefit for you right now? Yeah, I think definitely remaining present. I guess that's the crux of my struggle is being present and yet worrying about the future mm-hmm. so maybe um yeah the going slow and enjoying now along those lines how about i am enjoying now i am giving god my future oh that felt amazing or maybe yes. trusting, or maybe I am trusting God with my future, or, or I am giving God my future. I think it's, you. yes, I like them both. Okay, so we'll just, I am giving God my future, or I am, I'm just taking notes here, I am trusting God with my future. So I will text both of those to you. So Repeat back to me your homework assignment, young man. What are you going to do for the next few days with that? Uh, Lucky, my coach, (laughs) Coach Lucky. That's right. Got my coach hat on. (laughs) Coach Lucky, my next three days, I am going to write down old-fashioned style with um, a pen or pencil on paper. I am enjoying now, and I am giving God my future. Or... I will change it. I am trusting God with my future. Yes. And I'm going to write that down three times. And I like how you suggested you prefer to do affirmations in the morning because it really can set the stage for the rest of the day. That's awesome. And I have one more thing for my book that I would like to read to you. It's the section called Mind Chatter Pushback. When you begin working with affirmations, mind chatter will likely ratchet up its put-down campaign. When mind chatter feels threatened, it will fight to stay at the helm of your ship. It will try to scramble any incoming divine messages by barraging you with fear and shame. 
When you give mind chatter its walking papers by instilling a truth via an affirmation, be prepared for mind chatter to come out swinging. Know that this too shall pass. So right now, maybe you have a little bit of anxiety about the future. And when you start this affirmation, sometimes that anxiety can really ratchet up because mind chatter wants to keep control of you. Mind chatter is the voice of fear. And if you're speaking truth to yourself, if you're speaking truth over your life, I'm enjoying now and I'm giving God my future. I'm trusting God with my future. Mind chatter really is, you're, you're kicking it out. You're not listening to mind chatter anymore. So sometimes it can get even louder. So I just wanted to give you a heads up that if it gets louder, no, it'll pass. It's, it's just getting out its bullhorn to try to really get your attention. That means it's working. That's right. That's right. So any thoughts before we close this first session? Any, any other questions or any other things that we need to address? I haven't a question that's popped up, but I just wanted to let you know that um, I feel a lot more grounded and I'm so very grateful that you've given me direction. And uh, I, I'm going to take notes. I'm going to use the, um, the, the writing um, right wrote right by rote. And I'm going to use my affirmations and uh, check back in with you. Okay. Awesome. So Jay and I are going to continue working together for the foreseeable future. And what feels like a, a good stopping point for us to, to take a quick pause and check in, we'll do a second zoom call and record it and bring that to you as our conclusion. And Jay can share with us the progress he's made and how God has been working in his life. So um, we'll just close out. So Jay, thank you again so much for being here. I really appreciate your vulnerability and your willingness and your attitude to just keep moving forward. Thank you for being my coach, Coach Lucky. And um, <laughs> I'm glad that we got a really good game plan. Okay, sounds good. Aloha. At the close of my on-air interview with Jay, I kept the mic open, intending to delete this part of our conversation. But lo and behold, God showed up in full, and I can't wait for you to hear it. After this outtake, you'll hear my follow-up interview with Jay that we recorded just a few weeks later. All right, so we're, we're pal with the call. Excellent. All right. Can we just sit for a moment in, in gratitude to God for us just our time together is that okay absolutely god thank you for us being together doing this work and we pray that our time together will bless jay and it's already blessed me and that it'll bless our listeners and we pray only for knowledge of your will for us and the power to carry that out amen amen god is here god is good you have, a you, you have a halo above you. So you have your screen a little bit blurred. And when you lean back towards your light, <laughs> there's just like hmm. Earth Angel <laughs> J just saying it's it's for real. Oh, I like helping. I definitely like helping. Good. Well, you're help You've helped me today a lot. So thank you. Jay, welcome back. It's so good to see you. Look, 
thanks again for having me. It's so good to see you as well. Our listeners are anxious to hear how God's been working in your life. So the last time that we talked, you asked how to plan for your future with your disability and with your caretaking responsibilities of taking care of your father. It had been challenging, still is challenging to see a future, make plans for a future. I suggest that you prioritize that you make sure you include self-care and that you keep doing the next indicated thing and also to ask God to help you plan for the future while staying in the present. So tell us about what you've been working on in those areas. Sounds exactly familiar to me and in so many ways. Uh, Just listening to you recap for me, I was doing a lot alone. And even when I'm physically alone with my disability or with my father who needs care, sometimes feels like I'm alone. And I am relying uh, a lot more on my higher power and whom I choose to call God. Just taking self-care moments, even if I'm not able to get away and speak to someone else, being able to just stop. And I remember you said, let's do a breathing exercise where, where I can count to three and count my inhales, and I visualize a rose, and I smell the rose, and then I exhale for three. That right there has been an amazing tool. Thank you for sharing that. I love when I hear clients tell me that you're using really simple tools in the moment to help with whatever issue you're working on. It doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to plan this, this mountaintop retreat two months from now and I'm going to go on the silent retreat for nine days in a row and that's the only time I'm going to have any peace or serenity mountaintop retreats for nine days in a row that maybe can work for some people sometimes but I know that all of us live day-to-day lives and that's where God shows up for me is in those day-to-day moments when you're able to stop recognize that you need to stop and stop and visualize smelling that rose and taking deep breaths and calming down and getting centered and inviting God in right there in that moment. I love that. Thanks. And just by using that task, it's answered a lot of a lot of the questions. I don't know what's going to happen in six months. God does. And I don't know what's going to take for me to help my dad and myself in six months. So I'm just really so grateful for that tool and the grounding ability to be more present. I appreciate how you think about God. I appreciate your perspective because God does know what the future is. And then when you do the next indicated thing, and then the next indicated thing after that, wherever, whichever direction God is nudging you, you are moving to that future. Even if You don't have a crystal ball and you can't see where you're going to be in six months or six years. God knows what's best for you. And he or she is is communicating that to you, not through a big crystal crystal ball vision, but just, just these little nudges to the next indicated thing. So thank you for that. Also, I wanted to review, we had suggested that you write affirmations by rote. Our first assignment, if I'm remembering correctly, for the first three days, you were going to write, I am enjoying now, I'm giving God my future, I'm trusting God with my future, 
and then you worked with that for a little while. And then when we were visited, you shifted to God is helping to nurture me through this growth. And then so for a little while, affirmations were helping you. But then it kind of shifted and we decided it was best for you to take a break because you, for various reasons, forgot to do the affirmations or didn't fit into your schedule. And then you end up feeling kind of bad that you didn't do it. So then there's no reason to beat ourselves up. So <laughs> we decided to take a break from affirmations. So can you share with our listeners your experience with working with affirmations this last few weeks and then taking a break from affirmations? Oh, absolutely. The affirmations were fantastic for the beginning, I think, to help me reset for being able to breathe, for being able to realize I'm not in control of my destiny. And they worked to the point where I felt like it was comfortable. And then I got to the point where I felt like, okay, I'm just spinning my wheels and we had a, a check-in and you gave me another um, idea to write about. And that idea was great. And so I wrote about it for a while. And then the actual breathing, the physical, um, went from writing to physical for me. I'm a very, very visual person. And I did some journaling instead of just uh, writing affirmations. And, and the, the journaling didn't make a whole lot of sense, but it didn't need to. It was a creative outlet for me. And um, I find creativity when I'm in a good space is very relaxing. Thank you for sharing that. And I love that you are finding your own way. And we can try things, try affirmations that works for a little while, take a break from it, do journaling instead for a little while. That's working great. Check that off the list. Let's spend more time in meditation. Cool. Oh, feels like a good time to do affirmations again. So these tools generally are not a one and done. Check that off the list. I'm done forever. We get to keep revisiting. We're just adding tools to our wellness toolbox. And then whenever is appropriate, if you're traveling, you're sitting at the beach with your lovely dog hoots and you have some time. It might be a great time to journal, spend a few quiet minutes journaling. So these are just wellness tools that you can can use as needed. Because I know a lot of times some of my clients, they think, oh, I'm going to need to journal and start journaling and do it every day. No, we just set three days goals. The next three days, do this and then reassess and see if you need a break or shift to something else. And I think the next one you gave me to do was putting a post-it note on the mirror, the suggestion you gave me was, I am adorable. And, and I, it was interesting how I resisted. I, I was laughing when I wrote it. I go, I don't feel adorable. I mean, I'm not like a puppy getting a ride on the back of a duck. That I think is adorable. <laughs> or, or like when a baby burps and, you know, has a surprise look on its face. That's adorable. So it, I'm struggling with adorable, but I'm still practicing the the uh the tool for daily affirmations on the mirror then after i feel like i've either made peace with it or i need to try a new one that's what i'll do i love that thank you for that i yesterday practiced a mirror affirmation and it was kind of funny i did it when i was in a, an upbeat mood a good mood so it was it was fairly easy to do that and it's different 
when I look myself in the eyes and in the mirror and I say something to myself versus if I just say it quietly in my head or if I journal about it, that's why it's important for us to try different ways of doing things because we are complicated, beautiful, wonderful, imperfect humans. And if all I ever do is write affirmations, not quite getting the full benefit unless I do mirror affirmations sometimes and pray my affirmations directly to my higher power sometimes and say them out loud sometimes and talk about them with my my brothers and sister friends. So thanks, thanks for that reminder. And I adore you, Jay. So I support your affirmation that you are adorable. Oh, thank you, Lucky. That just <laughs> I, I appreciate that coming from you, my friend. And one last update that I wanted to check on you with you about is don't wait till the finish line to be happy. That's something that I had suggested for my book because, okay, I have this goal. I'm going to get to this goal and I'm going to be happy once I get there. Well, what about the space between now and there? And especially with you, because you don't have a vision of what the future is. So how are you on doing staying present, being content in the moment, giving your future to God? What I'm doing to stay in the present, in addition to the tools that I, I mentioned, is that I'm just noticing small things around me. I live in Southeast Alaska, and so I'm in nature a lot. Even when I'm still in the city, there's the Pacific Ocean, and it's um, a 30-second stare can really just tranquilize my thoughts and I can look at it when I'm trying to control something that I have no control over. And, and it's, it's, it's humbling to remind me of how small my problems are in, in um, addition to the big picture. One more thing, Jay, I wanted to ask you about was being open to helping because you had checked a couple of places to volunteer at the hospital, at the prison, and both those doors at the moment are closed. They said, do not need your help. How are you going to stay open to volunteer opportunities or even unofficial service opportunities in the future? Because you've, you've opened that door. You've said to the universe, I'm, I'm ready to help. So what kinds of thoughts do you have on that subject? A uh, short term, I'm going to put resources into getting a laptop so I can pursue uh, more education. And with that education, I want to take um, an online mental health first aid so I could be a first responder, if you will, to someone else that might be having um, some similar difficulties that I've already experienced, even though I may not have a degree or be able to prescribe uh, medicine. I can sit with somebody and I might be able to notice some signs that remind me of how I felt when, when I was not feeling okay. And I'm also going to look at other places. Um, I believe NAMI has opportunities for a hotline. So I'm going to look at that to see if I can get training and, and do that as an opportunity for training and volunteering. I am thankful that you are putting your gifts to use because God has blessed you with such a giving heart and you're intelligent and you're kind and we can use more of that in this world. So I'm glad that within your current circumstances, you're looking for opportunities to help others. Bless you for that. 
Oh, thank you. I feel blessed. I'm looking forward to today while at the same time, I'm not worried about tomorrow. Not worried about tomorrow. Enjoying today to the best of our imperfect human ability. Yes. Yes. Yay. <laughs> Woo Woohoo. Thank you, Jay. Oh, thank you so much, Lucky. I love you, my sister friend. Love you too. You made it to the end of this episode. Good job. You had a plethora of options where you could have invested your attention during this span of time and you stuck with Jay and me. Thanks. If you would like to talk with me about my coaching services, you could message me through wellnesswithlucky.com. You can message me through Facebook at wellnesswithlucky, through Instagram at wellnesslucky, or find me as Lucky McCullough on LinkedIn. We can discuss options and see if we might be a good fit for a coaching client relationship. Also, thanks for reviewing and subscribing to this podcast. One last note, since Jay and I made this recording, his father has passed. We send his spirit blessings. May he rest in peace.